what if you stuck your ass out of a window? You know, just the bottom half. Don't do the whole thing. Hey, welcome back to Too Hard, Too Fast, the podcast with strong opinions about things that we may or may not know too much about in order to broaden perspectives. In today's episode, it's our 100th episode. We've made it. We're here. We're celebrating. We're continuing with Roy, and we're doing what we do best. We're getting to know what Roy's doing now, and then we make things weird. Anyways, pop a cold one. Sit back, buckle up, and let's go too hard, too fast. I'm surprised that didn't explode on me. Boom. Welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome to Too Hard, Too Fast. Too Hard, Too Fast. Too Hard, Too Fast. Too Hard, Too Fast. Welcome to Too Hard, Too Fast. What up, y'all? Welcome back to Too Hard, Too Fast, your favorite podcast. But not only that, it's the podcast of the century. Let's get it started. Woo. Oh, <laughs> you know, when he came on the show, he was a carpenter's apprentice. He was interviewing people from San Antonio, most mostly from the South Side. Um, oh, sorry. But now he's moved on. There's a new carpenter's apprentice, and her name is Yes, there is Julia Aguion, my little sister. What up, y'all? My name is Julia Aguillon, and I'm here with La Prensa, Texas, as well as a Carpenter's Apprentice at the San Antonio Zoo. All right, so you were saying that you were imitating your sister. Yeah, yeah, well, imitating. Not imitating, but influenced by a lot of different actual, like, interviews. Straight up stealing. I would just steal any aspects of somebody else's uh, uh, personality or... um, interview style that I thought would help me out. Just just straight up take it. So <laughs> I know that Julia was definitely a major influence in those early days. And uh, I was, I mean, I don't know where you want to, you, you can ask the questions because otherwise I'll just ramble. No, you can ramble. ramble you on, brother. But um, when I first came across you, um, you came very like, almost like a political kind of voice. And I, this was before I knew you had run for office here in San Antonio and anything like that. But um, and even I think it was even before we decided to like start the podcast back up. And so I had followed you for a while. And then after I felt comfortable, I was like, you know, let's bring this guy on. Let's see if he wants to like be part of it and and do it. But so you had this voice that, you know, it carries like it's like what you say like you there's there's a feel to your voice that's like you mean what you say and you can tell it by the by the sound of it or with the way mean. it carries i don't know if that makes sense but like it's there Jordan, like, listen i would tell you you're totally projecting uh, because uh no I'm like i'm not even trying know. to like talk you up i'm not even trying to like build up your ego here i'm just like the way you talk to me to me so like the thing when it sounds it's like fuck this guy like he knows what he's saying he knows what he's talking about I don't know you from anywhere so it makes me believe like you actually care that's the thing your voice makes I, me I do appreciate it um I appreciate it, but you know there's not like I didn't do anything to earn that piece so I just woke up one day and I remember I went to uh, I was like you know 12 or something and I went to church and uh, one of the guys, he was like, whoa, who put all that bass in your voice? <laughs> and that was it, man. It just happened. 
What happened with Obama, bro? Maybe what that's what mean? it was. You're imitating, taking, stealing. Take uh, from Obama, bro. So um, we're going to make a change. and uh, <laughs> We're going to make a difference. Dude, in a way, though, oh, man, there's something about that. If I could shake it, if there was a way to, well, I guess I shouldn't be, like, dogging on the beautiful gift God gave me. But uh, sometimes I do wish it just sounded more normal because uh i don't know i, I just i i worry that people hear it and, and uh, immediately dismiss it because it sounds too like uh like obama like you said to politician yeah it, okay. and it's not you know it's just not anything i wake up in the morning i'm talking like this i go to sleep at night i'm talking like i'm drunk i'm talking like this it's just <laughs> how it sounds <laughs> Well, so I think it's I, I go the other way because I feel like I'm, my voice is annoying. I'd rather have your voice than my voice. When I'm See, that's what I was saying. <laughs> when I'm meditating, like people that are listening go, Dude, you sound drunk. Were you drunk? I was like, No, I will be drunk by the end of this interview. But this is the beginning of the interview. I, I'm not drunk at all. Like, Uh-oh. it's normal. No, I'm here. I'm here. No, it's just normal. <laughs> you know, so George, iPhone hits again. You do have that uh, c- constant drunk voice. I think, I don't know what it is. I got to listen to this next time you talk, but I was listening while you were saying that. I said, you know, this motherfucker does sound drunk. <laughs> Dang it. Um, I call it the McConaughey voice. McConaughey. He always sounds high. I always sound drunk. All right. All right. All right. Yes. Well, that would probably be more like the. Like the Barney Rubble. Damn it. <laughs> hey, my voice may not be iconic, but I have beautiful eyes, though. I got beautiful eyes. But you wear glasses. That's what carries me. <laughs> Man, did you wear thing. those old school lokes, too. When you, when you, outside of a, I think you were outside of a church, you guys were just being presented with something. Um, I can't recall, but. You really went in hard, and I, I like, yes, we will make a change. I don't know if you know what I'm talking about. To make sure we give you something you've never seen before, something that's driven by the heart, not by the head, not by prophets. La Prensa, Texas, has been around for over 100 years with one idea and one idea only, that if you didn't have a voice, you're going to get one when you come here. You can take that to the bank. Yeah, I do. Uh, that, was our, uh, that was our official transition uh, our, our announcement of the transition to La Prensa that we were going to be fully partnering up with them and, and uh, just announcing what it was that we were doing. There was way more to it. You know, I just took the last 60 seconds, but um, the rest of it, I hope sounded normal. The only thing is, man, golly, I thought I was comfortable in front of a crowd, but I, I don't think so because, because uh, I was very nervous that day. Very, very, very nervous. We were, I don't know, we were at the church and I just had to have, one quick brewski in the car <laughs> just to calm the nerves a touch. And I just, I just, I don't know, man. I think probably uh, events like that or things like that, I, I will forego in the future and maybe just uh, do a quick video or something instead. It was good. I thought it was good. Like you're at the very end when like you went normal conversation, not conversation, but normal speech. And then when you needed to make that point at the end, that's what made me like, want to like it and then like comment like oh my god i'm a fan forever now <laughs> so like i thought that was cool like you didn't seem nervous at all 
But well, the, thanks, man. Transitioning to Leprance, how did that happen? Like, because when we met you once again, when we met you, you were the Carpenter's Apprentice, uh, social media uh, news outlet, and now you're actually working for what is like the oldest newspaper in Texas or in San Antonio? Certainly the oldest bilingual paper in Texas. Um, I don't think anyone would dispute that. Uh, well, okay, so we were getting up there in the numbers, man, and I could feel myself slacking. You guys are at 90 now. I mean, I was at uh, nearing 800, and that's only the official tally. That's not even the ones we never uploaded. That's not even, you know, a number of things. So it gets, man, it just gets a little bit like, it gets a little tiring. That's the best way I can put it. It's like, okay, what, what more do I got to say? And the moment I started dragging my feet to even upload an interview, that's when I, I knew something was up. I was like, okay, I, I'm not feeling it the same way I was before. And to me, that was an indication that it was time to try to like, I don't know, just try to find a new a new way of going about things. I will say it in a way that I hope, you know, I don't mean it in an arrogant way, but I, in my head, I was saying like, time to level up, man. Like there's, there's something else. Just being the talent is good, but there's something else that is, is in there that wants to do something else now. Now, but at this point, I had already brought on uh, four other reporters, one for the North, the South, the East, and the West. And Julia, uh, we had already made, um, you know, a bit, of a, a bit of an agreement that at some point she would take over TCA. We didn't know when, but I, I knew at some point she would take over. In fact, it was supposed to be her and my two cousins who helped us start it. Um, but I don't know what happened with that. We'll see. In any case, um, <laughs> I wasn't on the ball on that. But uh, I was getting really uh, – I was just getting tired, man. I, I burned out, I think is probably the best way to put it. But I knew we were going to need, like, some type of structure with us. Like, whatever it was that we were going to do next, either we were going to go it alone – and we were going to be the people's news and it would just be all of us working. But I just wasn't, uh, I just wasn't feeling that. I was like, for what, to, to what end are we going to do this? I was very concerned um, that I, I just, I am not the person to keep everything organized. That's not a place where I feel very comfortable. And then in addition to that, you guys probably know it with your program, but if you have to go to somebody and explain to them what it is that you're doing every time, it makes it a little bit difficult to get the advertisers. And um, it, it does make it difficult on the interview front. And I, I just thought there would be a lot of utility to partnering with a larger brand. I thought they could give us a, a real organization. Um, they could give us some credibility off the bat and a couple of other things, but I'm sure we'll get to that later, like the official stuff in the deal. Um, and it just so happened that La Prensa was going in a new direction. Um, they, they were looking for ways to get more involved in the digital space. And I thought, Hey man, I, we got digital space and I've already built out the entire crew. You know, uh, I, I think this is something that we could probably, they could benefit. We could benefit not to be callous, but La Prensa was on its last legs in some ways. Uh -huh. You know, they, they had a digital presence, but it was only a matter of time before they faded. 
So, there so did you reach out blood. to them or that they reach out to you? How did that talk happen? No, I reached out to them. I would have reached out to a couple of other places first, but La Prensa was my first call. I didn't want to work for Hearst or Sinclair or any of these uh, multinational uh, or national corporations because I just, what the fuck? Like, I want to be a part of that, you know? Maybe this grand experiment I was thinking of to have citizen journalists on every side of town works. Maybe it doesn't. If it doesn't work, then let's at least put our efforts for the time being into something worthwhile, something that's community-based. I didn't want to like, I didn't want to sell out to these bigger corporate entities because they do something weird to you. Like uh, even the way you talk turns into the same as all the others. And I just didn't want to be a part of that. La Prensa has been around for a long time. Latinos as a whole have carried it for over a hundred years and it's on our watch that it was going to die. I was like, nah, nah, nah. We've got the resources here to make something happen. So I called them and uh, I told them my idea. And, and it's so funny because I had the idea almost, I had watched something on, on the internet. I saw a video of La Prensa being resurrected by these community people. <laughs> and as soon as I saw it, I was like, that's what the fuck I've been looking for. Boom. So I called them immediately. I didn't even, I don't think I could even um, articulate what it was that I was thinking that we could do. But the guy <laughs> on the other side of the phone, uh, he had just seen, uh, we had just gone national for an interview. We had got some national press on an interview we did with uh, some congressional candidate. And he goes, you know, I know you. I, I know well, what you We know which to. one. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Man, that's that shit that burns you out, bro. You fucking take those, go into enough of those fires. It's like, hey, man, fuck this. I'm just trying to have a good time. <laughs> <laughs> so I, uh, they knew what we were talking, or they knew who I was, and, and they kind of got grasped uh, the gist of the idea. So we set up a meeting. I went over there. We talked for a little bit. They were into it. They said, let's have a follow-up meeting. And uh, that follow-up meeting, I brought the whole team, and they brought their whole squad. And there we go. Wow. And then almost instantly, it snowed in San Antonio. Someone's never built a stove, man, and it shows. I guess it doesn't have to be a stove, man. I think he's perfect. <laughs> <laughs> that's the craziest part man oh, yes so uh we make the deal with la prensa to do what we're gonna do uh you know one of the blessings in this was that uh i don't know how long it would have taken me on my own to get my team money in their pocket and and, and a lot of the infrastructure that la prensa was willing to offer us but i'm talking about the whole team everybody you know everybody they didn't I know that there was some places that were trying to cut a deal with us, but they just wanted either myself or myself plus one or whatever the fuck. But I, I wanted everybody. I wanted the whole, everybody that I had recruited. I didn't want to leave anybody behind. And La Prensa was willing to take that leap with us. So we make the deal and uh, we have like a very minimal requirement on what we're supposed to do. Minimal. I mean, it is so tiny that you wouldn't even guess. You're right. The very next week, boom, snows in San Antonio. 
So everybody's still on the same game plan for the content calendar. They're fucking putting out things about a bakery and who gives a fuck, you know, it's snowing out there. And the great thing, well, the great thing about crisis like that is that there's an opportunity in it. Um, I think it was Rahm Emanuel who said, never let a, never let a good crisis go to waste. You can see with all this white shit on the ground, it is in fact fucking cold. Austin, how you doing? Thank you, Houston. Austin here. As you can tell behind me, it has snowed a fuck ton. We are cold as fuck and we don't know what we're doing. On to San Antonio. Thank you, Austin. Here in San Antonio, we're struggling. It's cold, but at least we got a little bit of water to fill up the chorro buckets. We know about the chorro. At least we got power. And I was sitting outside freezing my fucking ass off and I was thinking you know me and all the reporters were all talking on our thread and one person's telling us what it's like at HUB one person's telling us what it's like with the electricity and I said wait a minute wait a minute wait a minute I said I know listen guys I know this isn't part of our contractual obligation but fuck our contractual obligation this is an opportunity for us to tell the people what's going on in a hyper local way the you know the big news cars couldn't get through the snow and onto the roads and all these things. Mm. But we were already there. We lived in the neighborhoods. <laughs> That's bad. a lot of And yeah, some so, of you got got displaced. Say again? Some of you got displaced. Like you had to like Northeño to Ten had to like get a hotel. Yes. And they were able to give people good information. I mean amazing information like uh, uh, how do you file an insurance claim for all the food that was spoiled in the refrigerator? AC told us on the east side um, what it was like for them and was able to prove that they were out of power for longer than the lady from Saws was saying that anybody was out of power for. Wow. So it was really cool, man. I mean, that was an amazing thing. And the team, to their credit, God bless them. They didn't have to do it. And they all stepped up. I thought for sure some of them were going to be like, that's not in the contract. <laughs> But uh, no, they were all down, man. And let me, can I say their names? You cool yeah, with that real quick? Yeah. If they're cool, hell yeah. That'd so first, of course, my sister, Julia Aguillon, she runs a Carpenter's Apprentice now, and she's our citywide reporter. Uh, we've got from the east side, AC Turner with the Radioactive Podcast. From the north side, Norteño 210, Natasha Gonzalez. From the west side, Clint Westwood uh, with Varios of Values. And from the south side, with guest outside, Angel Contero. And all of them are phenomenal. They're all phenomenal. Yeah, 100. Uh, we've had Norteño with us uh, yeah. before, and she was awesome. Like, we still keep in touch all the time. It's funny. And then we've ha we had her husband with, yeah, yeah. Uh, on, and that was, a, that was an interview. That was, wow. His story that he told us about with and his military time, we kind of just, like, say, like, we have, no, we have no idea what else to ask you after you told us that story. <laughs> we kind of just, like, Freak. It was like it was touching. And then here comes warm. So what was your favorite color? <laughs> so what's your favorite color? Yeah. <laughs> no, so I've enjoyed meeting with them and um gotta lighten the mood, man. <laughs> I so, put a vodka gummy bear up your ass. <laughs> <laughs> hey bro, that's people in California, man. We we don't do that here in Texas. Yeah. <laughs> I know that's why it's so odd that you were doing it. <laughs> I think he has a little bit of California in him. Yeah, fuck no, dude. Puro Texan. So, I, what I do want to say is that, like, 
your stuff, like you guys put out the real things that are that's going on, but you don't like seem. And I'm glad that you don't uh, put out like just the negative. Like this is why like a lot of people stop watching the news is because they only want to put out the violent, the the crimes, the negative, uh, because that's what somehow sells. But you guys promote the positive. Hey, who's doing good in the neighborhood? Who's um, who's trying to come up? Who has the next be best hit? The next best food? Anything? And I, that's what I like. I mean, I don't. I I hate looking at the news and seeing another death. I hate that. Right. Like it makes me sad. Like another thing. But tell me who's doing good? Who's trying to build? from from a crime who's trying to like yes this crime happened but how are we building from it or who's and i don't know listen the news when i was a kid was the first thing i would hear in the mornings my parents would be listening to the news wake us all up so we would be in earshot of the news who the fuck wants to wake up to that doom and gloom and then th it was the last thing we would hear before we went to sleep the news who wants to hear that shit I mean, who wants to talk about that? I I'm not sure. Like, okay, if there's a shooting somewhere in my neighborhood, all right, if I'm interested about it, I'll look it up. And if it's particularly noteworthy, then tell me about it. But they're not all like that. And they stuff the broadcast with these really terrible stories that can make you think that you live in like a, you know, some kind of civil war torn country. And it's not really like that. You know, I go out to my neighborhood. Everybody's pretty much friendly. Yeah. There's some fucking crazies walking around every now and again, but you know, they don't message you. You don't mess with them. And yeah. I mean, and we talked about the lessons, like respect is respect and the neighborhood. You know, if you respect people around you, they respect you too. You know, well, I, I wanted to bring this point up real quick though, is because when I first started TCA, I had this almost naive vision that maybe from this little show, we could change the way that traditional media did news. And um, I don't want to be um, arrogant enough to believe that we were the, the reason for the, the sea change. But if you look at every major uh, network here in San Antonio and some of the newer ones too, that are coming out, all of them are doing this now too. All of them are telling community stories now. And there are people out there who uh, will send me links and they'll say, look, it's the same thing I was doing. They're still the idea. But that's, that was the whole fucking point. Traditional media doesn't move on its own because it does not welcome and it does not invite bold, fresh ideas. It is uh, a generator of what it, what it generated before. So somebody has to do something new and show them that it works. And I'm really, really happy about that, that they're all doing it, whether it was because of us or just because of this, the way things go. Um, I'm really happy that they are shifting because each, each one of them has a segment uh, that looks exactly like what we're doing. Nice. You're right. You're right. There, there is that thing. And um, even if it wasn't, Maybe if they are stealing from you, that's the best thing to be like. I don't know if stealing is the right word, but if they no, got it, even from... if the... take it, take it, please. If if one if one little stupid show with the karaoke mic can 
can make the rest of these guys like pay attention to the people who are actually out here, living out here, trying to start a small business out here, whatever, you know, putting together a little event, fucking take it, man. And I would, I would really encourage other people in the podcasting game or the, the digital media game. Don't get fucking territorial about shit, man. This is one of the things I see that is a tremendous issue to me. I, I, somebody goes to one restaurant and now if anybody else goes there, it's a travesty because they're stealing that person's story. Listen, it's not about us. It's about the people that we're covering. And if you lose sight of that and you're egotistical enough to believe that you own one place because you went there first, like, man, get the fuck out. We don't need that. Fair enough. You know what? We are the only podcast that plays drinking games on Zoom. Tell you okay. that. Do not. Do not steal that. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah. Hey, don't account. steal our beer reviews. Hey, but I, I do want to go back. To, <laughs> don't steal our beer reviews. That'll piss me off. Not hey, but uh, no, I, I really want to go back to. Uh, so what happened during the, the whole winter storm? So, I mean, you guys gave real information, um, information from. I don't remember group. when that happened. Was it January or December? My knowledge. And uh, somebody can you know correct what? me if I'm wrong. Hold on. I'm going to have to stop you right there. I don't know if uh-huh, it was uh-huh, January uh-huh. or February. And I was about to check. But you know what? Too hard, too fast. We don't check facts. So I think y'all were right about February or March. That I think February. No, I don't fucking know. It don't matter. Oh, but yeah. I did see you guys going into uh, Washington D.C. The inauguration was that before was... the freeze, though. Yeah. So we're gonna go. I was gonna go to the inauguration. Uh, a gal I was uh, running around with. She mentioned that she was gonna go to the inauguration. I said, you know what? I've gone to a couple of inaugurations. I think I'd like to go to this one to see what's up. And um, it was supposed to be a little sketchy, right? Well, it was supposed to, no, it was supposed to be like a romantic getaway. <laughs> <laughs> and it was going to be like, you know, inauguration 21, college fuck fest number three. <laughs> it's going to be fun. Cheers. Cheers. It was going to be a nice time. And I just have, I just thought to myself, while I'm out there, I'll grab a story or two for La Prensa. No big deal. So I tell the publisher she's into it. Cool. I tell the team, hey, guys, I'm going to be going to D.C. for the inauguration. I'll probably be sending back a couple of stories. Uh, almost immediately, Clint Westwood with Bodies with Values says, hey, I want to go to D.C. Oh, fucking sad like a puppy. But, but me too, way or what? <laughs> I, and I was like, well, fuck, y'all want to go? Y'all raise y'all's own money? Y'all go too? And then the next thing I know, you know what? I They all said, or a bunch of them said that they wanted to go. And I started making a bunch of phone calls. In the beginning, it was just like, I was so nervous that we weren't going to have enough money to make it happen. Like, you can't say you're going to do that shit and then not fucking make it happen. So I was on the phone every goddamn day. I think within the first week, we had raised, I don't know, three to $5,000, something like that. Okay. So we were getting really close. Uh, and then everybody else started kind of getting into the flow of things. And then, boom, you, I think we got How to, did you raise it? $500 at a time, pretty much. No, I like, just, did you guys put out like sponsorships or what? Sponsorships, yeah. We created ad packages. Um, because La Prensa has all these different mediums, like we can use their website, digital ads. They have a newsletter they send out. 
they've got the physical paper and then we had each one of our independent platforms so we could put together a pretty you know enticing advertising package but i was just amazed you know between all of us i think we raised about ten thousand bucks and we got out there we were able to enjoy ourselves Um, it was just going to be the journalist or the citizen journalist going out there and then the publisher came with us and then fucking january 6th happens and those people stormed the Capitol. Yeah. And when that happens, that means ain't nobody fucking... Already we had COVID. But <laughs> now fucking January 6th happens? No, no. None of the local teams were going to be sending out any camera people. None of them were going to be sending out any journalists. So then presented an opportunity. If they weren't going and we were going, well, yeah. shit, give us a little fed, yeah? And send us on our way. And we made deals with every single one of the major networks here in San Antonio, plus iHeartMedia and a couple of other. It's been so long, I can't remember what the other uh, people who we teamed up with were. But I know we had Fox, Channel 4, Channel 12, um, Telemundo. Oh, Yeah. So we had we had a bunch of them, man, and um, I want to say that we sent back some stories too for a couple of these other guys. And they have but to pay for cool. stories, right? Because I think my sister worked for a news station, and sometimes if they need to fill in spaces, they buy stuff from other stations or they buy stories and shit. Well, we I we worked that. out a deal. We were selling the sponsorships, right? So it was oh. like, hey, you guys want to buy a sponsorship or two, and then we'll send you guys back the stories. We're oh. already going to be out there. I had already had a relationship with. Uh, channel 12 because uh when i was in high school they sent me to the inauguration and i I sent back reports in 2008 so i called them and i don't know how we got a hold of fox and channel four but we got a hold of them and and they were fucking into it wow you can talk about all this all all of this legally i don't know Too hard. Too he already breached the contract once. What's another time? Shit. Uh, it already it? happened. Bro, hey, well, but, uh, you know, hey, but to, I do want to go back to, to the storm freeze, though. So, like, what happened afterwards? Or if it snowed in San Antonio. Get oh, over by it. the way, I looked it up. I looked it up. I looked it up. It was February. Well, I guess it happened in different times in different places in Texas. But essentially right. between February 10th and uh, through February 20th. So. But no, no. What happened afterwards, though? Like, did uh, did they get mad that you breached the contract, and did they? Well, were they? Oh, were, oh no, were no, no. I'm sorry. With, with the outcome of it, and and what? Yeah, like, because I mean, from, from we that. did so much more than what it was that was that we were contractually obligated to do. So it's not like we, yeah, yeah, did, did something bad. bad. We did above yeah. and beyond. Exactly. You wouldn't be mad, you know, at a salesman for selling more or, or content creator for creating more content. It was a, yeah, it was yeah. a good thing. <laughs> and the content was not only good, but it was fucking hitting, man. Damn. See, because after the inauguration, the inauguration gave us huge number boosts with Labrenza. I mean, we saw, I think we probably saw like a twofold increase in all of their social media numbers just from that. And I thought to myself, how the fuck are we going to keep that up? That is tough, you know? And, and I was starting to get obsessed with the idea of go, going out of city. Mm. to pull views and then it just so happened that the, the winter storm happened and I, staying in I, city's best <laughs> yeah that's when I, I it clicked i was like oh okay i got it i got it if we stay hyper local they won't be able to compete with us because they don't even fucking live here yeah <laughs> but like but Dang, like, man god presents guys. so many opportunities huh 
how long have we, we've been going for a good while let's go yeah. let's end on let's end on a good note unless you want to keep going Roy how how's your foot I still got half a drink guy all <laughs> right well let's let's keep going oh shit oh. <laughs> I'm still here I'm still here like Roy I think with the <laughs> we lose you the first. I know immediately right <laughs> <laughs> um when we started this podcast let's go back to us let's talk about us it's our one year anniversary Roy come yes, on what sir, are we doing um if you could change one thing about us what would it be y'all would do this shit in person y'all would knock it off with the internet shit and y'all y'all do it in person hey bro the pandemic's still going on bro <laughs> what the fuck what do you live in India <laughs> <laughs> they got I so mean, many vaccines. I look like so it. So. Texas is open. I would love to do it, but you know what? El Wormsers doesn't live in San Antonio. I know. Hopefully, I know. Hopefully, hopefully soon, bro. Hopefully soon. Uh, hey, listen. I know he comes over here from time to time. So you know, find a time when he's coming over here. Fucking book the shit out of one of those days and use that as your content for the month. It doesn't have to be. You know, complicated. That's that would true. be cool. True. It needs to hey, come over. Hey, Roy, if I ever retire, bro, uh, you done to be a co-host? If who ever retires? If I ever retire, you uh, you done to be a co-host with George or what? Worm, didn't you just hear me tell you guys <laughs> that I was burned out? <laughs> <laughs> this is Trying different, to give me a new one? This is way different. It doesn't. He doesn't even have to retire, though. Um We've already had different co-hosts. <laughs> no shit. Yeah, so y'all bringing guest hey, try it now? once, man. Hey, try it once. Try it once. Be a co-host one time. I'll be a co-host one time. Hey. I would like to pick the guest though, or at least have some input yeah. in it. Oh, that'd be because cool. for an I'm hour, bro, an hour. No, it's got to be somebody I'm very interested in. There's no. <laughs> you I, find interest. You find interest. You talk. You talk about just like this. We just talked about China for a long time that we're not gonna use. But that was fine. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, uh, like I had a I had a co-host that him and I interviewed an actress about her sex ad- addiction. Oh, hot! I'm still here. I know. I see you, <laughs> but I don't see you, which is sad. Sorry, the neighbor was asking if uh, if we. Oh, the neighbor was asking if we wanted to buy some uh, marijuana. So, just hey, setting that we, all hey, up. Hey, when sex is gonna legalize that stuff, bro? You know, I've been waiting. I've been waiting for twenty, dude. I've been praying. Please, Lord, please, may that be legal soon. May that be legal soon. Man. Get this. Well, now the session just ended, so it's gonna take at least another two years. <laughs> wait another two years, and in this session, <sighs> dude, they God, even Lord. they tried to fucking ban Delta Eight. I just thought we were in a different place. Hopefully, the feds are going to have to legalize it because Texas will be bumfuck backwards forever. They didn't. They didn't illegalize Delta Eight, though, right? Or they did? No, they didn't, right? I don't know, man. I, honestly, I just saw it for a little bit, and I didn't. Uh, I didn't follow up too much, but I haven't seen Delta Eight go away. So, yeah. what's Delta Eight? What is that? It's better than THC, bro. You know, I I might agree with you on that one because you don't get the paranoia. Yeah, it's yeah. somewhere in between CBD and THC. It's like it's somewhere in the in-between space. It's nice. Yeah. And I could be totally wrong, but we don't check facts, right? It's like the it's kind of like the THC, but for CBD. <laughs> but it's not actual THC. 
but I could uh, be totally wrong. All I can tell you, I mean, I don't know the fucking science behind it, but I can tell you that when you smoke it, it's indistinguishable from the other stuff. Yeah, except, yeah, yeah. like I said, and no paranoia. Want to try some, George? What about the ABC with the one, two, three? <laughs> is that is that ABC one, two, three? Hey. Don't rain me. <laughs> hey, George, uh, you want to try some, and we uh we do a one oh one. I would like to know what it is, and then yes, I would like to try it. It's an extract from CBD, but hey, I don't know about that. I would do your independent research, George, because <laughs> I don't Wait, know what? what it is, but I know it has. I don't know, man. man I'm talking out of my ass. It just feels nice. I'm going legal. based off secondhand information that a friend. <laughs> Same here, man. I'm like, I think I saw that on the chart. <laughs> it's hundred percent periodic table, bro. That's all you need to know. I want to like. I really, really would like to try like DMT. Holy moly! But with like a like, like PCP, a, but no, no, no. I don't want to go crazy. <laughs> no, that's not that's not my thing. But <laughs> no, I was joking. But you know, like Dude, how you have, like, you there's somebody that you go to that guides you through it and all that. Have you heard of that stuff? Well, okay, I've done DMT before, but um, or maybe it's, dude, maybe it's not DMT who I'm talking about. But like, uh, there's a thing that ayahuasca. Like, yeah, there's supposed it's supposed to show you like your inner demons to you while you're on it, and then somebody's supposed to take care of you while you do it. I don't know, but it'd be <clears throat> okay. That is ayahuasca for sure. DMT. These are just my understandings. Ayahuasca is exactly what you're saying. We go on the journey. You got the shaman, all these things. You throw up. I don't know if you know that. And you might even shit yourself. Oh, shit. And a lot of the time. You got drunk then. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know what the rules are, but anytime you get into that hippy dippy shit, (laughs) drinking is not usually like, you know, a cool thing. And then the other one, DMT. And I I mean, I've only experienced it one time, but I don't even know if it was real DMT, bro. I mean, it's so hard to find in the hood. And it's expensive as fuck. It's a hundred bucks a gram. And it might be fake. <laughs> yeah, man. I was like, hey, is this heroin? <laughs> this is pretty brown. Uh, guys, I don't do needles. <laughs> oh, shit, dude. Well, you know, you can smoke or snort heroin also. So it's not like there's a I lot of ways to it. ingest. Yeah, me either. I saw it on uh, something. <laughs> PBS or something. I don't know what you're telling me. <laughs> In any case, they they give it to you, and DMT is a little brown powdery thing. At, at least that's what the guy told me. <laughs> but it looked very similar to heroin. I was like, I don't know, man. Hey, bro, in, in college, it was legal, but we, uh, George and I tried some salvia a couple times, dude, and we went on some crazy trips. <laughs> George, saved me from, George saved me one time from some rocks falling, dude, in our dorm. That was uh that was crazy and uh, inside of the dorm inside of the dorm and then one time George we were hanging out with some friends uh with some friends in some friend's apartment and he went on a crazy desert adventure that we had no idea until just randomly twenty minutes later he just come back and we're like oh all right bro <laughs> okay <laughs> also we were supposed to save that so like we were like super famous. Oh well you could cut it. You could cut it, you could cut it, it's all right. No. It's out there, but no, it's true. Like, I would love to see. Uh, oh, Savia is not uh, legal anymore. No, uh, 
but when we were in college, it was. And it was. Yeah. Then it became it easy. Sons of bitches. You know, man, I think y'all should still try to get your hands on a little. And fucking too hard, too fast. Try an episode that way. Well, there's a website that uh that I used to buy it from, so but I haven't done it in a while. <laughs> and they you know, whatever this- episode I co-host with you guys, I want to switch it up though. I wanna I wanna be fucking uh we'll drink for sure, but I wanna be puffing on something. I wanna ingest some kind of uh illicit substance. Bro, we need to be we need to be live for this then. Yes, we do. Uh, yeah, for sure, man. There's no way. Well, I mean yeah. no way. Here's my here's my like dream of having the live is like the fact that we're just sitting on like some kind of lounge chairs or like recliners or something. And then there's a cooler in the middle with whatever drink that we are gonna review for the day. And then we can go too hard too fast from that. And if you know, whatever else is introduced from there. But that's my dream, like to have like <clears throat> you know. I don't have to have, uh, bring a beer that I'm doing and then worm and then the guest and everybody's different. We can always, I would love to just review one drink and then we go from there. And then whatever happens, because it's more in, in person, it's more personal. So we're always going to like joke around and talk mess to each other way more comfortably when we're sitting in person. You know, I would still love to see each one of us bring a six pack, though. That'd be cool. And I don't know what y'all's like, uh, like um, obscure pick would be, but I would try those uh, Topo Chico hard seltzers. I'd bring a pack of those. No shit, George did a whole TikTok thing, dude. Um, oh, really? On the Topos? And, and, and China took all that info, but it's all good. yeah. And they got <laughs> they got trash ratings. Bro, you're done. Yeah. Oh, they got trash ratings? What? Yeah, people agreed with me that they were trash. Wow. There was one you liked, wasn't it? Wasn't there? Well, yellow there was a good one. I don't remember which one it was, but it was like the best the mango. of the worst. So you can take that as it is. How am I supposed to t- take y'all's uh, judgment seriously? And y'all are all playing on TikTok. <laughs> well, we, I give real reviews on TikTok, too. Why'd you whisper the end of that? Reviews on TikTok. Because China's listening, man. Oh, you're trying to. You're already trying to seduce your corporate masters. I'm already trying to John Cena. You can't see me. Oh shit. <laughs> oh damn, dude, that was just atrocious. When I saw that shit. I was like, what the fuck. And he learned fucking Chinese to say apology. Oh man! <laughs> How do we end up back into China? No, my bad, my bad. That was me. That was my bad. I think we have a good conversation. But Roy, do you have a a too hard to fast? Another too hard to fast story to tell us? Give me a category: love, work, friends. Um, I'm in the love phase right now. Love, love hit me hard. <laughs> You want adolescent, so high school Next. or middle yeah, school? Thanks. Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. <laughs> hey, nope, don't want any kid stuff. Nope. Adult adult life? COVID. Ooh. Oh, COVID for sure. And by adolescence, how young were you? No, no, no. Don't want any young stuff. Were you at least 18? Hey, wait a minute. Okay, okay, okay. 
Well, it's just because, you know, when I was in high school, that's I amassed a bunch of crazy stories. But yeah, COVID's yeah. fine. You guys, it's well, just, I just feel like way yeah. too uncomfortable talking yeah. about young stuff. Even if it was us, you know? We have two COVID and since hopefully we'll be done with this pandemic soon. So we'll see. I can't believe we're still in the damn pandemic. Actually, well, did you do any dating in during COVID? Do not say you're uh, too hard to fast story of that, but did you do any dating in the COVID era? Oh, a whole bunch. <laughs> <laughs> really? Thing, man, every everybody was cooped up at home, and uh, there was an opportunity there for. Uh, I think everybody wanted to just live a little and, um, you know, I presented a lot of opportunities to do so. <laughs> nice. Is this where too hard, too fast story comes in? So it's about love. It's about COVID. And let's not say love. I, none of these stories uh, had love. Well, I didn't say, well, <laughs> you said love first. So uh, yeah. Fair. Love. All right. Love. <laughs> okay. Uh, relationships. I guess. Whatever. I did wonder. About like how are, are people dating or like, hey, how are people like meeting up? Because people have to meet up. People want to meet up. There's a need. We're humans and we need a human connection. So that's what I'm telling you, man. And COVID did this thing where everybody's pent up. Uh, they can't get any of their sexual frustrations released. They can't even get any of their frustrations released, period. You can't leave the house. Nothing fucking exciting is going on. You're wearing sweatpants all day. You're just dying for something, something to occur that's not exactly the same as what happened before. And then you start a damn podcast and takes up all this. There time. you go. <laughs> well, while you fools were starting up a podcast, I was out there fishing with dynamite, man. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, it was. This is like one of the first times. We don't know what COVID is. Everyone's terrified. I remember getting like, you know, messages on Facebook and it was like a British nurse telling you to wash <laughs> your clothes when you come in from outside and shit like that. Everybody's terrified. But, you know, I'm getting that itch. I'm figuring somebody else is getting that itch. So I hit up an old friend of mine and I say, hey, uh, old friend. <laughs> so <laughs> you went old friend. I thought you were going uh, tender. Grinder, I don't know, whatever dating app. Well, I had met her at a bar. Also, I don't know uh, the name, so there's differences. But those are the only two he knows. <laughs> only Let two me see. I know. <laughs> so, what Roy, did you say? That, that, that's, that's very telling, don't you think? <laughs> Grinder said, and Chubster? I said Tinder. No, I'm the Chubster. I said <laughs> Tinder and Grinder. That's the only ones I know. And I don't know the difference. Those are the only two you need, my friend. <laughs> Get pretty much what you want from there. <laughs> fair enough, fair enough. So I see. I wasn't there one. Oh, you know what? You know what? I almost saw Bumble. Bumble. All right. So, <laughs> get out of here, man. There's a young lady who I knew loved adventure. She loved adventure. I, I knew that. So let me make sure. Let me turn around so make sure the old lady doesn't walk out while I say this story. <laughs> I don't think she knows. <laughs> <laughs> hey, China. Don't be all fucked up now and send that to her. <laughs> okay. <laughs> They're going to be pissed. Okay. So I I knew she liked adventure. So I, I went ahead and I put in that that call, right? She says, oh, my God. No. What? Are you are you stupid? Like, there's no way. I'm not going to risk everything. She has a kid. And she goes, I'm not going to risk my kid's health and my family's health just to mess around like that. She goes, don't you know COVID is happening? 
I said, all right. So now I'm, I'm presented with a dilemma. I got to find a solution. So I think, and I think, and I think I said, mm, it's spread by the mouth. <laughs> I said, okay, that means that there is a workaround here. I just got to convince her to go for it. Don't kiss me. <laughs> well, it gets, well, remember it's breathing, any breathing. Yeah. So you can't be around the breathing. Yeah. So, I said, okay. I said, I think I got an idea. So I waited till it was like, you know, dark midnight, 1 a.m. This hours. And I say, hey, crazy idea. I mean, it's crazy. You'll never go over it. It's, it's nuts. I said, but, you know, what if you stuck your ass out of a window? You know, just the bottom half. Don't do the whole thing. But so long as from the torso up, you're inside, we're going to be okay. And I'll stay outside and I won't even go in. It's not a problem. <laughs> She's like, what? No way. You're right. You are crazy. I would never go for this. Okay. Okay. Forgive me. About two hours later. Okay. Well, if we were going to do it, this is the window <laughs> I would use. And da, 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 da. Okay. So we make plans. What would you know it? She was so into it that by the time everything is said and done, she puts a stool by the window <laughs> that we're going to use. She had it all laid out. It was all perfect. Wow. And so I get there, handle business. But you know, here's the craziest thing. It was in the front. So neighbors to the left and right, it was in the front yard. <laughs> so I went for it for a little bit. And remember, the whole way I even swung this was by saying we would never breathe near each other. But man, I got about 42 pumps in and I said, hey, fuck this. I need to get some mouth action. Whoop, swapped open that window. That was it. That was my first COVID experience. Uh, <laughs> it was a good one too, man. It was one for the memory books. I've That's never seen never seen that before. Just a little booty sticking out of a window. <laughs> that is, that I wonder how many stories are out there like that. That is hilarious. And and we don't even know if it's true or not. Oh, come on, man. Come on, man. Hey, I got to I gotta give myself a little plausible deniability in that thing. There was some relationship overlap. All right, gents. What a pleasure. That was nice. That's was a good great, story. I, I, I love that story. Whether it's true or it's not, that was a good too hard to pass story. Who knows? Could be a fairy tale. That was real good. So with that said, we're coming to the end. You know, I thought this was just going to be a 30-minute update with Roy Aguillon, the former Carpenter's Apprentice. Uh, I am now the digital director of La Prensa, Texas. I probably should have said that at the top end and not right after the ass out of the window story. (laughs) I'll try. Oh, Oh, by the way, I'm I'm the director for digital. (laughs) <laughs> I think that might be frowned upon. <laughs> no, man, they knew what they knew what they were getting the, the, themselves into. Tell me uh, about it. But you know what? Uh, La Prensa, Texas. La Prensa. What did you say? The oldest bilingual newspaper in Texas, at least. And if we're wrong, this is too hard to pass. We don't check facts. Well, this is what we're going with. And we appreciate it here in San Antonio. Uh, Norteño to 10. Que pasa San Antonio? Uh, Barrios with value? 
Okay. I want to see where the rest of this goes. <laughs> I'm trying to tell everybody that that's a part of it. Barrios okay. with values. Well, I don't know who the hell you're shouting out, but you, somebody's well, gonna... Oh shit! Well, okay. I was just I was leading up to Northland to ten. Uh, you you said that to start. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <then. laughs> you have got you know what, to there. You I don't know, yeah. but that's where I was going with. I was trying to I was trying to remind myself of everybody that was involved, and so I just want to like, hey, check it out. Thanks for coming on one year anniversary episode right here. Hey, too hard, too fast. Keep it up. You guys are doing great. Like I said, that was the most awesome interview I had ever been a part of. And today was another fantastic one. Don't stop. I know um, it's easy to get discouraged sometimes, but the, the caliber of guests you guys have gotten is like far superior to the guests I've ever gotten. And I'm just really proud of you guys, man. I mean, I, not that it means anything, but fantastic work, guys. Thank you, Congratulations. Man. A year ain't, nah, means so. that ain't nothing to sneeze at, man. Yeah. Congratulations. Nah, Thank you. Uh, actually, okay then. Cheers. Cheers. I've been saving this shot the whole time. So, one to one year anniversary. One year, three years Cheers. for you. Cheers. So, uh, three years to. Uh, uh, don't worry about ours. One yes. year for too hard, too fast. Don't worry about ours. Yeah. Man, see, that's the difference between me and Jorge over there. If there's a shot next to me, there's no way it would have lasted fucking three hours. There's no way. <laughs> I saved it just for this. Um, so with that said, Worm, what are you going to say? Hey, go stick your ass out of a window. See what happens. That's beautiful. I think so, too. That's you beautiful. Up, go stick your ass out of a window. <laughs> and you know what? If it is true, I can't wait to send her a clip. <laughs> Of this, of this podcast, <laughs> especially that that clip right there. <laughs> With that said, dare, dare to be you, dare to be weird. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>